Hey, this is Adam Thielen. Case steps away from the pressure, pumps, fires, caught, touchdown, Adam Thielen. The sports leader in Lakes area is KDL and Detroit Lakes. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Stop what you're doing and listen. The KDLM Sports Wrap. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. There's a lot of morons in the mainstream media that just don't get it. Join the conversation on Facebook Live as they stream the show live from the KDLM studio. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Hello and welcome. If you're competent in an age of incompetence, that makes you appear extraordinary. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Forest Hills Resort is not responsible for errant shots. <laughs> they must have known Zeke was coming. Where's he from? I'm from Detroit Lakes. I'm not an expert, but I do have a strong opinion. Detroit Lakes go crazy! We're still here! We're still here! Get up! Come on, get up! If you're as tight as I am! Yeah! Thirteen forty KDL on the station. You can count on. Welcome into the KDLM Sports Wrap, everybody. My name is Zeke, and for the next half hour or so, we're going to recap the weekend in sports and preview what's coming up today as well. We'll talk about the Minnesota Vikings' overtime loss to the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday. Final score twenty-seven twenty-four. Positives is Adam Thielen two touchdown receptions in yesterday's game. Unfortunately, not enough offensive penalties. And uh, that fumble late in the game that a lot of fans argue was not, in fact, a fumble cost the Vikings a chance for a potential game-winning field goal. Instead, since he gets the ball back and they kick the game winner. We'll recap high school football scores from last Friday night. The Lakers getting their first win of the season over East Grand Forks. Final score 27-7. to Second half of the sports wrap, we're going to replay Charlie's interview with head coach Reed Hefta from Coffee with the Coaches live from Burger King last Saturday at 9 as Hefta recaps the game, previews Thief River Falls coming to Mulberg Field this Friday and talks about his first win as a high school head coach. Coach, but first, let's talk some Vikings football here on KDLM. Rewind Backed up Cousins. Meanwhile, Cousins throws. Touchdown, Vikings! That was the first of two touchdown receptions for Adam Thielen yesterday. Adam finished with nine catches, 92 yards, two touchdowns. That score right there gave the Vikings a 7 to nothing lead over the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday. But the story of the game, sadly, wasn't Thielen's uh, two-touchdown effort. By the way, the second time in as many years that Adam Thielen has had two touchdowns in the season opening game. Penalties and, and, and missed opportunities slash bad calls by, by the officials. The story in yesterday's game, it started out right away. False start on C.J. Ham uh, on the, the Vikings' first offensive play of the game. And then you had 10 offensive penalties in the first 30 minutes of the game. 10 Vikings penalties all on offense. False start on C.J. Ham, Tyler Conklin, uh, another one on C.J. Ham. You had a holding, holding on Ole Udo, a false start on K.J. Osborne, and then more holding on Bradbury and Rashad Hill and Brian O'Neill. Um, another holding call on Rashad Hill, another holding call on 
on Garrett Bradbury. And, and so the Vikings shooting themselves in the foot time and time again. And after that 14-play drive ended with that pass to, uh, to Adam Thielen, the Bengals answered quickly. Uh, Joe Burrow picking the Vikings' defense apart yesterday. He goes 20 for 27, 261 yards, two touchdowns. No picks, nope, no interceptions thrown by either quarterback yesterday, Joe Burrow or Kirk Cousins or uh, Justin Jefferson, who was one for one with 11 yards passing. Joe Burrow, a two-yard touchdown pass to T. Higgins, tied the game at 7. 7 and 74 seconds later, Burrow throwing his second score of the game, a 50-yard bomb to rookie and his old college teammate, Jamar Chase, gave the Bengals a 14-7 lead at halftime. Since he extended his lead in the second half, a one-yard touchdown run from Joe Mixon gave the Bengals a 21-7 lead. The Vikings offense responded with another three and out. The Bengals faced a fourth and one on their own 30. They went for it, and Nick Vigil made a huge stop, gave the Vikings great field position. The Vikings would face a fourth down of their own, fourth and four, and Kirk Cousins finds old number 19. Pressure blitz. That touchdown brought the Vikings back to seven points at 21-14. to Cincy would add a field goal on their next possession, now down 10 points. Cousins earning his paycheck, moving down the field, finding Justin Jefferson for a 34-yard game that set up a one-yard touchdown plunge by Dalvin Cook, brought the Vikings within three. After another great defensive possession that saw the first Daniil Hunter sack since 2019, Vikings had some more penalty issues. Ezra Cleveland called for a holding. I found this stat this morning. The Vikings faced a third and 15 or longer six times in yesterday's game. Third and 24, third and 20, third and 24, third and 15, third and 20, and third and 26. Next offensive possession Cincinnati punter Kevin Huber pitting the Vikings on their own five-yard line with one more chance to tie it. No timeouts. Kirk Cousins setting up Greg Joseph for the game-tying 53-yard field goal. And he connects as time expires, sends the game to overtime. And this is where the controversy happens. Both teams uh, exchanging three and outs. And the Vikings appear to be on their way towards the game-winning field goal. But Dalvin Cook fumbles. Maybe, we think. A lot of fans on, on social media disagreeing that Cook was down before fumbling. The Bengals recover. 32-yard pass from Joe Burrow to C.J. Uzma on fourth and inches. Set up the 33-yard game winner from Evan McPherson. Hands the Vikings their first loss of the season. The Bengals win 27 to 24. The Vikings are now 0-1. They'll face the Arizona Cardinals in the desert next Sunday afternoon. Other games from yesterday. The Houston Texans shocking the world, beating the Jacksonville Jaguars 37-21. to Tyrod Taylor, have yourself a game. Here's the big fact from yesterday. So Jaguars starting quarterback Trevor Lawrence had never lost a regular season game in his life. Never in high school, Never in college. Never lost a regular season game until yesterday. The Jags are 0-1. It was the L.A. Chargers over the Washington football team 20-16. Some news there. A quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick, left the game with a hip injury. He's expected to miss four to six weeks. Seattle over the Indianapolis Colts 28-16 yesterday. Carolina beats the New York Jets 19-14. The Arizona Cardinals, the Vikings' opponent next week. They have a a big win over the Tennessee Titans, 38-13. Chandler Jones 
equaling a franchise record for the Cards with five sacks. Arizona quarterback Kyler Murray had five total touchdowns in the game, four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. The San Francisco 49ers hold on over the Detroit Lions 41-33, to the most points ever scored in Week 1 by the Niners in franchise history. The Steelers shock the Buffalo Bills on the road 23-16. to The Eagles beat the Atlanta Falcons 32-6. to the Kansas City Chiefs, a four-point win over the rival Cleveland Browns, 33-29. A 35-point victory for the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston, a career-high five passing touchdowns as the Green Bay Packers just look lost in a game that was actually played in Florida because of hurricane concerns in New Orleans. Saints beat Green Bay 38-3. to The Denver Broncos beat the lowly New York Giants 27 27- Two thirteen. Two. Speaking of football, last Friday night, a three-touchdown performance from senior running back Christian Solberg lifted the Lakers over East Grand Forks twenty-seven to seven. Was the first win for new head coach Reed Hefta. Other scores in high school football. We'll start with last Thursday night. Some early games: Polk County West over War Road thirty-four to six. You had Ada Borup West over Boston thirty-nine to six. Underwood beating Rozo last Thursday, 38-18. to Scores from Friday, of course, we just mentioned Detroit Lakes over East Grand Forks, 27-7. to Lakers are back at home this Friday, taking on Thief River Falls. Wadena Deer Creek over in a thriller over Monaga. Wadena Deer Creek needed a two-point conversion with a couple seconds left on the board to win, and they get it. Wolverines are now 1-1. One one. They win 21-20. to Breckenridge over Parker's Prairie last Friday night, 20-8. to Verndale and Rothsay, not much to say about this one. Verndale putting up 76 points on Rothsay, 76-12 to 12, the final score there. You had Bertha Hewitt, the Bears are 2-0 this season. They beat Sabika 32-12. Barnesville shutting out Crookston 58-0. Moorhead beats Brainerd 28-18 last Friday night. In Section 8-4A, St. Cloud Apollo, they beat Big Lake 38-13. Another big Class 4 matchup, Wilmer versus Hutchinson, and the Tigers beating the Wilmer Cardinals 42-14. to The Becker Bulldogs, a new team in Section 8-4A. The Lakers could potentially see them in the playoffs. They beat Delano 47-7 to last Friday. Alexandria beats Bemidji 38-20. to Osakis over Hawley 22-12. to Fergus Falls, the honors moved to 2-0 on the season. They beat Park Rapids area 28-9. Dassel Cocado over 8-4A opponent Little Falls. Dewark Linden Felton holds on against Pequot Lakes. The Patriots are 0-2 to start the season. DGF wins 20-18. West Central area Ashby all over Staples Motley 48-12. Monoman Wabin, they beat Lake Park Audubon on Friday 33-8. Purim over Thief River Falls 13-7. OTC beats Pillager 20-6. And Norman County East Dillon Hitterdahl beats Park Christian last Friday night 24-6. Three. One other thing to get here before we get to the second half of the sports wrap. Uh, sad news from the Minnesota Vikings family on Saturday. Pro Football Hall of Fame center, longtime Minnesota Vikings center, Mick Tinglehoff, passed away on Saturday at the age of 81. Tinglehoff came to the Vikings as an undrafted free agent in 1962 and became the anchor of those great offensive lines in the 60s and 70s. Made 240 consecutive starts at center and was one of 11 Vikings to be a part of all four teams that went to the Super Bowl between 1969 
1976. That streak, second longest in franchise history behind only teammate Jim Marshall's 270 straight starts. And uh, the 240 consecutive starts by Tinglehoff, the most by a center in NFL history. 17-year career for Mick, six-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro, was inducted into the Vikings Ring of Honor in 2001, and then after a 32-year wait, finally got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2015. So the Vikings mourning the loss of one of the all-time greats, Mick Tinglehoff, who passed away on Saturday at the age of 81. I had the opportunity to to meet and chat with Mick Tinglehoff uh, one time during my broadcasting career was uh, before he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So probably 2013 or 2014, he was not at an autograph show. And uh, I, I know the guy who puts these things on in the city. So I in chat with Tinglehoff uh, a little bit and a uh, super nice guy and very humble. That's the one thing I... I picked up on on Mick because he could have been angry. He could have been bitter about the long wait for the for the Hall of Fame uh, that he would eventually get into. But Mick Tingleoff, one of the consummate pros, as as a, as, as a professional broadcaster, I, I don't autograph hunt as as much as I used to. But when I found out that Mick Tingleoff was signing in the cities, I had to go and uh, and get something signed by Mick. It was actually an eight by ten photo of Mick Tingleoff that I had signed with Fran Tarkenton under center behind him, and when was in the Lakes area a handful of years ago. I got to interview Fran Tarkenton, and I had him sign the photo as well. It, it, it's just it's it's one of my favorite pieces. It, it's old school Vikings football, two of the all time greats, and two guys I've had the the pleasure of of having having a, a, a sit down conversation with. But uh, Mick Tinglehoff, sad news on Saturday, passing away at the age of eighty one. Coming up second after the sports wrap, here's what we got. Uh, the Laker football team getting their first win of the 2021 season over East Grand Forks on Friday night, 27-7. to was also the first career win for new Laker head football coach Reed Hefta. Coach Hefta joined Charlie at Coffee with the Coaches on Saturday. we hear from Coach Hefta next on KDLM. I'm Chris Rose with NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Aaron Rodgers was picked off twice in a blowout loss to the Saints. Jameis Winston threw for five touchdowns, helping New Orleans to a 38-3 win over the pack. After the game, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reported that the Saints and Marshawn Lattimore, their fine cornerback, agreed to a five-year, $97.6 million extension with $66 million guaranteed. Patrick Mahomes threw for 337 yards and three scores in a 33-29 win against the Browns. Tyreek Hill had 11 snags for 197 yards, including a 75-yard score for the reigning AFC champs. The Steelers held Josh Allen to under 300 yards passing thanks to a pair of sacks from the highest-paid defensive player in the NFL, T.J. Watt. Steelers beat the Bills 23-16. And the rookies, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Matt Jones, all lost in their debuts. The Jets and Patriots square off at MetLife Stadium next Sunday. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Warmer colors, cooler temperatures. The season is just getting started. And Lowe's has everything you need to keep the fall gatherings going. Like getting cozy around gas fire pits. Everyday low prices starting at $249. And keeping things tidy with ego blowers as low as $179. There's still more to fall for at Lowe's. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Valid 99 through 915, U.S. only. 
Did you know the arrow in Amazon's logo represents A to Z? Maybe the My Computer Career logo should represent unemployed to employed. Ryan was out of work when he started classes in March. In September, he started his IT career working for... Amazon, making more money than he ever thought possible. Here's a prime opportunity. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. The Plan Z Diet has radio spokespeople around the country. Hear them weigh in. I gave my reason a lot of thought before I joined the Plan Z revolution. I'm on day 11 and I've lost 9 pounds. Mind blown. I lost 42 pounds in my first 50 days. Already down 13 pounds in the first two weeks of Plan Z. I'm still losing weight and I'm doing it comfortably using their patented ZR50 Crave Control Spray. I'm still eating the food I love. Go to the grocery store just like everybody else. Things that I thought were healthy turned out to be not healthy whatsoever. Most importantly, I'm not craving sugar. I gave Plan Z a shot. I'm so happy I did. And as a matter of fact, I'm getting some of my coworkers to join with me, too. I love this. Thank you, Zola. With Plan Z, there are hundreds of recipes with food ideas for even the pickiest of eaters. If you're sick and tired of being overweight, you're not going through this alone. Stop standing in your own way. Go to PlanZDiet.com and get your rear in gear. Check out PlanZDiet.com. Watch the five-minute movie to learn more about Plan Z, and then let us help you. When you twin together, you have fun together. Come see your Minnesota twins at Target Field with your family and friends all summer long. Feel the warmth, enjoy the food, and cheer on the twins, all from under the bright lights. To swing a line drive into left field and deep. Back it goes! Ball game! What a game today! Target Field's back to full capacity. So grab your tickets at twinsbaseball.com backslash tickets and share your experience on Instagram. We'll see you at the game. There are a lot of great jobs out there and a lot of great companies, maybe even the one you work for now. But not every job can give you what you need. Maybe you prefer consistent daytime hours. We can give you that. Maybe you'd prefer a smaller environment where your voice can be heard and your opinion matters. We do that as well. If a change might be what you're looking for, come see me at D&D Appliance. We're looking for a couple fantastic people to work in sales and in installation. We offer a competitive full-time benefits package and we can accommodate part-time as well. Ask for Chris at 1050 Highway 59 South, Detroit Lakes. Here's your KDOM weatherology forecast. For today, look for increasing cloud cover. Do pick up a chance for some afternoon showers developing with highs right around 70. Showers and storms then likely for tonight, a low of 53. But increasing sunshine then for your Tuesday with upper 60s for highs. Wednesday is still sunny and dry up to 73. Then a chance for showers and storms back on Thursday. That's your latest forecast. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll. Thirteen forty KDLM, the station you can count on. This is the KDLM Sports Wrap on a Monday morning here in the Lakes area. First win of the young season for the Laker football team last Friday, twenty-seven to seven over the East Grand Forks Green Wave. Coming up this Friday at home, the Thief River Falls Prowlers. Zero and two, they lost to Perham last Friday, thirteen to seven. The win last Friday, the first career win for head coach of the Laker football team, Reed Hefta. 
He joined Charlie Newland at Coffee with the Coaches live from Burger King. You can listen every Saturday at 9 o'clock here on KDLM, Coffee with the Coaches from Burger King. Coach Hefta joined Charlie Newland to recap the Friday night game and talk about his first win as a head football coach at the high school level. And uh, first things first, we're going to talk to the uh, head coach of the uh, Laker football team here this morning, head coach Reed Hefta, joining us uh, after a nice win last night, his first uh, career uh, win of uh, his uh, head coaching career. And uh, first of all, congratulations, Reed. Nice win last night against East Grand Forks. Thanks, Charlie. It's great to be here. It's, uh, it was a fun game. The boys played really well, and you know, obviously, there's still things to keep moving and improving on. But it was uh, it was one of those humbling moments, really, to just kind of see everybody and you know, get a Gatorade bath from the kids and get some hugs and all that. So, really. Let's you know why you do the job. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was uh, well worth all those, you know, painstaking pa- practices and you know scrimmages and you know all the all the things that go into it that might not be as as fun, but uh, you know to get a win, I'm sure that just caps it all off there too. So absolutely, and just for the kids too, you know they. They really start to you know, see and feel and have that that feeling of confidence too, because you know you have a tough game week before, and you know you kind of get some questions in the air, and you get some self doubt with kids, and you know that's just that's part of the game. But then you get some confidence, and you kind of reinstall that throughout a week, and it was fun to see the things that we planned do well, and the kids do even better. Yeah, going into last night's game, did you feel really prepared and you know ready to? T- did you see a different demeanor, I guess, from the kids? And I suppose, given that it's the second game, too, there might not be as many jitters uh, right. to start the game as well. Yeah, definitely. And, and you could see that. You know, I met with our seniors right before we did our walkthrough, and I just, you know, you could see it in their eyes. You know, they they wear that, uh, you know, the identity of that football team, you know, because they are your leaders and they see that. And, you know, you just look at them and you can just tell that they were just ready to roll. So that was uh, it was fun for them to kind of take everything up and roll as uh, some some real good leaders for us. So that was fun. Uh, we were able to, uh, you know, get a touchdown in the first half, and that was the extent of the scoring. But, man, the defense uh, really was strong last night. I really was impressed with the way, the way we were able to shut down that running attack that East Grand Forks was trying to apply. And, uh, f- you know, we kind of knew that they were going to be trying to run the football all right, um, but what was it that stopped that running attack of East Grand Forks? What made the defense work last night? You know, so they run a, an option scheme on offense, so they, they run kind of two little facets of looks where they'll do a little triple option, so a dive to quarterback to pitch, or they'll run kind of the veer, which we have ran kind of in the past, but they run a little different with their slots, but um, the big thing is you got to take away that immediate threat, and that's that fullback dive. So we challenged our inside three guys on our defensive line and our, our middle linebackers, and just says guys we have to eliminate the dive because then they have to take it to the edge and that's where we're really strong and that's something where you know our boys stepped up and that was all week stop the dive and it's fun how you say something once in a meeting and all of a sudden that's that just becomes the uh, the mantra for the week for the boys so that was fun so took away the dive and then made them kind of do other things and that really puts them in a third and long situation and you don't want to be in those types of spots and uh, the boys really stepped up there yeah and i mean there was you know will martin making mm-hmm. some big big tackles anybody else that you noticed that you know up front to stop that fullback dive that really stood out to you last night absolutely so you know as the defensive line coach you know it's always fun to be able to give some love to those guys but we had uh, jacob beanard who's a senior who's just been a, a great guy for our team for the last couple of years so it's fun to see him you know isaac carvu henry lee 
Um, we had a, a senior step in and play, and he's kind of a fun guy who's just joining in. He's uh, actually living in foster care, and he's a, just a heck of a young man who's been stepping up and really matured. And that's Spencer Eliason. He's, so that was a fun thing to see him out there. And Will Martin step in and play in some D-line for us, too. He's kind of a jack-of-all-trades. You know, he's a kid. You just got to get out there on the defense. So put him in there. He hadn't practiced it all week, but it said, hey, you got to get to the tail of the guard, tackle the dive. And he did it like five straight plays, so that was just fun to see. And, I mean, they had a huge offensive line, stature-wise. Mm-hmm. East Grand Forks had some big kids. And I know one of the things that we talked about in the pregame show was about being good sound technique-wise. Yeah. And, you know, we weren't as big as East Grand Forks, but was it our technique that made the difference on some of those plays where we were able to get into the backfield and stop the, those rushes? Absolutely, and that's one of those things where, you know, they got their hands in the right position, they play off the shoulder of their guy, and then if we're moving or cutting loose, they're playing through and you know being able to get off of a block. You know, you're trying to either get washed by that tackle, and they just kind of be able to sneak through those two guys and be able to get to the tail and not run up field and play the trench a little bit. And they did a great job of, of doing the job there. So the technique of playing in the trench, they did a great job. Yeah, and I mean some forced fumbles that we had too uh, I know we had a fumble recovery I think Marcus Lyman got a fumble recovery um, yep. Will Gavin, Martin Gavin Smith caused that one and Will Martin caused another one and yeah that's just one of those things where when you, you're the first second third guy to the ball you just got to go and you got to try and create extra possessions for our offense because that's something that you uh, you always want you know you always want the ball in your offense's hand so that was uh, it was fun for us to be able to create those extra extra turnovers our uh, secondary kind of got torn up in the game against Fergus Falls I mean that's that's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, we had we had some big plays against us. And, you know, we had one big play against us uh, last night where they scored that touchdown. Yeah. But we were able to get an interception, almost a pick six. Uh, yeah. Tyson Elliott stepping in front. He almost stepped in yeah. front of the pass before uh, the one that he got the interception on. But uh, what did they call back? Call on that uh, to, to, to negate that touchdown? Because Elliott caught the ball, ran 55 yards, pick six. But they called it back. What was the call? I the didn't call see there it. was a peel back block so now with rules you know you have to initiate blocks with hands and then anytime if you're blocking someone if you're in front and they you know just a kind of a safety protocol thing so appeal back block so you kind of headhunt on the way back and that's something we don't obviously encourage from our guys and it's just one of those things where it's a heat of the moment piece and you get a contact there and obviously any big hit nowadays there's always going to be you know, a chance for a play sure. or a chance for a flag. So uh, that's one of those things where we just got to make sure our guys are schooled up on that. You know, it was behind the ball. It wasn't necessary. And, you know, it's obviously something where you want to make sure guys are playing safe. So that's a conversation that we'll be having on practice on Monday. So but blindside, blindside block. block. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sometimes when you're changing directions, mm-hmm. that can leave players in vulnerable spots because yeah. they're going the other way and might, might not be running as hard as, as they normally yeah. would. So, yeah. okay. Oh, absolutely. All right. Uh, you know, the touchdown that we scored in that first half, a 44-yard touchdown run by Bradley Swears. I don't think he was touched. Was, was it just a straight-up quarterback draw, or did he make the decision to take off and run? Yeah, that was a read play. So, you know, you're reading somebody on the defensive line, and that's something where, you know, you do a lot of flow. And, you know, last week we did a lot of edge play with, you know, our guy on the edge, and it's just one of those things where you kind of mix it up a little bit where our guys are now able to see the flow of the defense, and then you can, you know, find a key on the other side, and then you can, you know, find some wiggle room there. And, you know, Bradley again he um, I, I can't t- say enough great things about the kid you know he's just a leader he goes takes big hit big hits you know he's uh he's not always the biggest guy out there but he's someone where he's got the biggest heart out of anybody on our team and he's a kid who you know grabs and leads our team so it's uh it's fun to just see him out there and you know he's a tough little lumberjack man know. 
Some of the hits that he took, that, that hit on the sideline that he took, that kind of shook him up a little bit. But And he got right back up and tried to will his way to the sideline. But, I mean, it's just impressive, kind of putting his heart out on the sleeve. It's almost reminiscent of, like, a Brett Favre who gets injured right. but stays in the game, you know, yeah. and, and that Iron Man mentality. So Absolutely. it's impressive. Um uh, talking about uh, you know the uh, second half now, uh, you know we were able to 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 hold them in check. Christian Solberg really having a big second half and getting what three touchdowns yep. in the game. Yeah, that was just fun for a, for a guy who's just been you know a three year player for us on uh, for Laker football and. You know, just for him to just be a senior home opener, you get everybody there, you get some confidence, and this that's a kid you want to, you know, you'll, you'd follow into follow into a game. You know, these kids they see that. You know, whether it's a young kid in the stands or a freshman on the sidelines helping out with water, you know, a sophomore, any of those guys. That's just again like him and Bradley and a kid Neil and Amy and all of our other senior leaders. You see these guys, and you know, they work in, they do what you know, they do everything that's asked of them. You know, whether it's a morning weight room, whether it's a community service project, you know, whether it's just being in just a rock solid human being, you know to have all of that and then all of a sudden you step out there on a Friday night and then just cap it all off with a three touchdown game that's uh that's pretty cool. Seeing Solberg more out of the fullback role is that kind of a change in in where he's playing now or is so, he still half back here? He's kind of everything. Okay. You know, we've got him all over the field, you know, uh, it's uh one of those things where we want him as out there as much as we possibly can. You know, he's a he's a smart young man. You can put him at wide out, you can play him at fullback, you can play him at tailback. He's our, you know, third fourth string quarterback. He's just a, you know, he can play any and everywhere. Uh, I want to talk to you about the uh, special team. So, uh, so on the point after attempts, what do you call that? Is that a swinging gate? Swinging gate, the, okay. the kind of term for the blanket term for that. And it's just kind of a, a you know, and you know, East Grand Forks ran it too. Yeah. You know, where you just kind of you go out there, you give three different looks within that front. You know, you have a wedge, you have your quarterback, and a couple t- tailbacks. Then you have a try to see the isolation with that one single wide receiver. You go out there and you just you, know, you kind of it's a numbers game, right? So where you line up on the wedge, who lines up on the on the center, who lines up on the uh, you know, the wide out. And I actually learned this from one of my college coaches, and it's just kind of a, a fun little multifaceted attack to keep them on their toes. And then if it's something where, okay, they got it covered or we want to get back into our kick, you make a quick switch, so you sub in Evan Thomas and kick the extra point. Who makes that call then? Uh, that's mine. That's your as, call. As, as a, okay. Yeah, I kind of Steve Zamzo and I are kind of he's our special teams coordinator, but that's something where you know on there we'll go and I have a guy up in the box and we'll kind of count, get a numbers quick, and we'll give a quick signal and we'll see how it goes. And it worked because yep. what Charlie Zock able to get the the two point conversion. Absolutely, there, so. and it was fun to actually get that rolling because we didn't really run that last week, so it was fun to actually get it in and get some uh, consistency on there. And it's not like it's a new thing to football by any means, no. but it's kind of. It, it is, you don't see it at the pro level, right? Absolutely. You see it more at the high school, high school. and maybe the college level. Yeah, not sometimes. as much on the college level, but, you know, Ricori won a state championship running that against uh, SMB against Jalen Suggs mm-hmm. two years ago, last time we had an actual state championship. And, you know, it's one of those things where you see it and it's like, hey, they ran that last play of the game isolation winning a state championship if they're going to do it if you know other teams are going to do it we want to be able to be uh, you know diverse with our uh, our schemes as well so we're talking off air you got the Gatorade bath at the end uh, it took a little bit a little bit of time to get the stickiness off you I bet last oh, night oh absolutely so. that was you know you're running around post game you're getting everything organized you know my mom and dad were there so you give give a quick hug and my mom you <laughs> Gatorade, yeah. So it was just kind of fun to have that, and then all of a sudden you you get back home like yesterday or last night, and I'm like, 
I'm still wearing Gatorade, yeah. a Gatorade shirt and all <laughs> this stuff. Sit down on the yeah. sofa. And... Surprised they didn't have mosquitoes all over me. Oh, they were out in full force last night. Yeah. All right. So next week, uh, another home game. It's kind of rare that we have back-to-back yep. home games, right? Yep. Or is that just the way the schedule works this year? Just the schedule. It'll be for two years. But, yeah, it's one of those things where normally it's that's not the case. You know, normally it's just kind of alternating back and forth. But, you know, every once in a while you get this little schedule shift just depending on how some games go. And, you know, it'll be fun to get uh, Thief River Falls. You know, that's a team we've played for years. And, you know, they are much improved now. And they're trying to run the football, which is something we want to be able to take away from them. And uh, it'll be fun to see how that same approach of this last couple weeks has gone for us. So. so you're expecting kind of a similar type offense yeah. that East Grand Forks ran with yeah. Thief River Falls. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. They'll, uh, as of now, it's just a little bit of a kind of a dead T look. So it's a lot of responsibility based, you know, not your traditional triple option, but, you know, you'll still get a fullback, you'll get a quarterback, and you'll get a second running back and, you know, guard misdirection, and you just got to make sure that you're uh, – the kids are reading their keys, and then we're disciplined on our end, knowing what their tendencies are too. So, especially now coming into game three, you got two games of two games to watch, and they played a, you know, they've played week one. They played a DGF who was traditionally very strong, and you know, were a touchdown away from playing DGF, and then they played Perm this you know last night, and they uh, lost thirteen to six. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's. Yeah, perennially. I mean, yeah, at absolutely. least in the last few years, before you know, the last few years, Thief River Falls has been really stout. But absolutely. these last few years, they've had a few down years. Um, but maybe turning the corner and, and turning that program around a little bit. And that's so. what I've heard from some of the other coaches I've talked to is that they're much improved. They're physical and they're you know, very disciplined too. So that's uh, you know, that's green light let's let's get some uh, work in and the boys got to be ready for this one because there's no easy wins this year i suppose it makes it a little bit easier because you've had that week of game planning for east grand forks and probably just apply the same game plan right yeah. as as thief river falls right yeah there's a lot of similar things there and especially when we're you know it's nice to use those base techniques all right. Uh, so, yeah, Thief River Falls uh, next week, 7 o'clock uh, kickoff. Hopefully another great crowd. I mean, the, from what I see, it's hard from my vantage point because I'm seeing back of heads, but yeah. it looked like there was a lot of people there last Absolutely. night. Absolutely. That's the uh, – I was talking to our athletic director, Rob, Rob Nielsen, last night, and, uh, and that's probably the most packed we've seen our student section. I mean, it went up from bo- front row to back row. It was just kids hollering, have a great time. You know, I'm seeing kids play football before the game again. That's that's one of my favorite things. And, yeah, this is everywhere. It was pretty packed on our side, and, you know, it was it was really cool. You know, it's, it's been a while since we've seen that, and to get the crowd back in, and, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, great community event, and uh, hope Absolutely. for another big crowd uh, coming up next week. All righty, Coach, appreciate the time, and uh, look forward to calling the game next week. All right, right on. Thanks, Charlie. Can't wait. It's Vader looking good. Sweet. Dude. All right, don't forget, you can listen to Coffee with the Coaches live from Burger King every Saturday morning here on KDLM. If you missed any of that interview with Charlie and any other coaches' interviews from Saturday, you can listen to Coffee with the Coaches live from Burger King website, kdlmradio.com. You can also go back and listen to previous broadcasts of Lakers sports there as well. Coming up on KDLM today, here's what we got. We got a Twins baseball game, and a game that we've had circled on our calendars for a long time, a, that remake game from the uh, the Hurricane Out game when Hurricane Henri was beaten up on the East Coast. Twins versus Yankees today from Yankee Stadium, 1230 pregame show, 110 first pitch. 
from the East Coast today. Tonight, Monday Night Football returns to KDLM. The Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Kickoff right around 725 tonight. Find that full broadcast schedule online at KDLMRadio.com. That's a wrap for the Sports Wrap. Tomorrow, Joel filling in for me. He's got Kevin Payne from Rotowire and Rotowire.com answering your fantasy football questions. I'm actually uh, jumping in a U-Haul and heading to Chicago in like 30 seconds. So I'm helping a buddy move. So Joel filling in for me tomorrow. At this time tomorrow, I'll be on a flight on my way back from Chicago to Hector International Airport. I'll be back on Wednesday with Matthew Collar of Purple Insider to talk some Vikings football recap uh, Sunday's game against the Cincinnati Bengals and preview this weekend's game against the 1-0 Arizona Cardinals. You're in tune to KDLM Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Quick CBS News break, then off the record begins next.